T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe, and joined not this time by Ryan Davey, but instead by a couple of beer experts, Will Woodward and Josh Deering. First off, Woody, how are you? Doing great. We're not the beer geeks, we're the beer dorks. Beer dorks. Josh Deering, how are you? I'm just happy to be back here. It's been a while, Rich. It's a long time, and I'll be the longtime dork fans will know who you guys are. The recent dork fans will have literally no idea. That's just the nature of the business. We've been doing dork. There's we're like 155, 56 episodes total. Six. This is uh, episode 66 at EEI. Woody, you were probably on. Five or six episodes. We did some TV ones. That sounds about right. Yeah, we did. We did the baseball. No, the football draft. We did the football player draft. A classic. And then JD, we did about twenty TV episodes. We did a lot of TV episodes. None for the last ship, though, which I'm very. I know you're you're really pushing the last ship. Is that show still on? There's one more season. Okay, that did not get the axe like a lot of other shows. They filmed two seasons at a time. What? So So it's in the can, so they have to do it. It's it's going to be done after this year. All right, so last ship, that's good. But we used to talk about Gotham. We used to talk about Walking Dead. It was a lot of bad TV is what Josh Flash. The Flash. Arrow. I've bailed on, I think, all those shows except for The Walking Dead, which is Which which I bailed on. Which you – did you? I don't blame you. So, I so, think we did Gotham season one. I think I was on yes, that, and did. I suffered through it. And then I think and that I was, was like, the oh, end this of is it. How, oh, we also did what was that God Wayward Pines episode? That's a blast from the past. Speaking of bad that shows, show thanks. That show was like one episode seemed intriguing, and then you're like, oh, this is What's not going to be good. Because you guys are also not only beer guys, but I would say you are, are more TV guys too. What's the best TV show on right now? Brockmire. Oh, the, oh, maybe it is Brock. That's Meyer. the best comedy on. Brock Meyer definitely. might be the best show. I'm yeah. trying to think what else I'm even watching. I mean, Netflix shows there's no real season for them, so they kind of come and go, and you can grab on, grab a hold. But I like Billions. I like Westworld. Westworld, um, yeah, kind of a slog at times. It is. It's for a little me, bit a little more bit with those shows that you can kind of like try to predict what's going to happen next, yeah. Game of Thrones style. That's true. But uh, you know, there's nothing that. Aside from some a couple nah, comedies it's, it's that really grabs rough. me right now. All right, so for this episode, we're not going to do the standard This Week in Dork. We already did that in the earlier episode. You can check out R-rated comic book movies uh, with Ryan Davies. So that's where you got Video Game Minute. That's where you got Pick of the Podcast, all that. This is sort of a little detour from normal hashtag dork episodes. This is going to be the best New England beers. And I, I'm not even joking when I say these two guys are beer experts. Woody knows everything about beer in New England and maybe beer in the world. Woody, I, I feel pretty confident saying that. Through trial and error. You yes. Just, that's how you find Everything. out about beer. You just and drink a lot. Full disclosure, Josh Deering works currently at Idle Hands Brewery, which we will mention several times in the podcast. But you've hosted was, podcasts from there before, too. We had a live show at Idle Hands. So many of you listening were there, and we thank you for going to that. That was a, a ton of fun. Hopefully we will do that again. Um, and I'll be honest, right, right now, if, so if Josh says something good about Idle Hands, it's not because he works there. It's because it's great. Woody and I can even speak for Idle Hands if you want. If that makes it even more or less or easier for you, we can do it that way. So there's a lot of different ways we can do this, a lot of different ways to break it up. 
We're just stealing an idea from Boston.com. They did their top ten Massachusetts breweries. And they had their own system for it. I think they looked at like Beer Advocate. And it was some... mostly through Beer Advocate rankings that they used. Yeah, so they came up with their top ten, all just in Massachusetts. We all put to our heads together. We all ranked them in a, in a top ten. And then based on where we ranked them, like if it was a first place finish, it got ten points all the way down to one. So we have our top ten as voted on by Hashtag Door. But before we do that, some of the honorable mentions... Uh, here were some that, that did pretty well and that just missed out. And one that I know, J.D., you like a lot is Jack's Abbey. I love Jack's Abbey. I think they're, you know, when Massachusetts goes, they make the defining hoppy lager around. And since they branched off and added Springdale, which I'm including part of Jack's Abbey Springdale, yep. they've added on some great IPAs and sours and different things that Jack's Abbey, a lager brand, wasn't doing before. So I think they deserve... Definitely acknowledgement in this list. And a decent tap room, too, in, in Framingham. I've been to that one. I, I enjoy Jack's Abbey. And that's one that's there. pretty rel- uh, readily available, too. Yeah, but- and I think they got hurt a little bit because some of us voted for Jack's Abbey. Some of us voted for just Springdale. So those two things combined probably hurt them a little bit. But, yeah, delicious. That's a good one. Castle Island just missed the top ten. I'm a huge Castle Island fan. Their double IPA, the High Def, I like a lot. That's also not super-duper hard to find. They have a variety. They have a few different IPAs, plus other stuff. Uh, that's pretty good, but I, I enjoy the Castle Island stuff. Uh, Medusa, was that one of yours, Woody? Or that's one that, of mine. That was one of yours? Yeah. What, what, I don't even know Medusa, I don't think. They're, uh, I believe in Hudson, Mass. Uh, yeah. Great tap room and a great beer list. They're, they don't make a beer that they miss on so far, mm. and they got a really excellent brown ale and Pilsner. So I'm into those styles. I like the lesser styles, especially Pilsner's lagers, so... Give yeah. them a lot of credit. I've been there a couple times, too. Their tap room's nice. Uh, Hudson actually has a bunch of really good like beer bars and stuff like that in right downtown Hudson. Um, so it's a good place to check out, definitely. Another good brewery is Backlash, who they, to me, have one of the best logos, one of the best symbols. They have the brass knuckle. And like so... When I just to jump in here, yes. you do know that they've changed their logos when they're about to open a brewery in Roxbury, and they have gone ahead and changed their iconic <sighs> brass knuckles logo. I'm crossing them off the list. I'm taking them <laughs> right off the list now. I like that because that's what drew me in. Now, when I went to, I've been to a bunch of beer fests, and so have you guys. But there was one years and years ago. It was just a New England beer fest that I went to, and you, I mean, you ideally want to try something from everybody. But when they had their huge logo, I was like, oh, I got to see what these guys are up to. And I don't know if they were making ricochet then or not or they had something then but it was it was good so what the hell is their logo now so it's it's a b and it has two f- arrows going forward one arrow going back we'll have to pull it up here for oh it. you know what i actually so they had some at the store and i was yeah. wondering i'm like well maybe that's just for that can no no they rebranded as they get closer to opening their new tap room which is going to be so you guys the- are down on them they should have done some market research with us about the logo they <laughs> they were killing it with that logo i, I, I like back backlash yeah. i think helder's an awesome guy they make some great beer but until they establish themselves in a tap room you know that's yeah. definitely going to help them that's going to shoot them up the rankings our last honorable mention was honest weight is that one of yours too jd absolutely what where, where are these guys? These guys are in Orange Mass, which oh. is you know out towards the western end of yeah, the state, yeah. and another brewery who does a lot of things really well. And they do it in a small space, a little bit hard to get to, but once you're there, it's a great tap room, and their beers are excellent, and they're popping up in the Boston area right now. All right, there you go. So there's about five honorable mentions there. So now let's get into the top ten. Coming in at number ten is Aeronaut. Aeronaut. Aeronaut really, like you were talking about, going to... A, a kind of a beer festival and stumbling upon something. Mm-hmm. They had their two-year anniversary at a beer festival in Boston, I guess it was two years ago, 
And that one I tried and I remember being blown away by it. And they've really started to just come up with more IPAs, more sessions, some really interesting other stuff too that now a lot of what they put out before I wasn't interested and they had a smaller lineup. And now they've really started to find, they find their zone there. The, uh, the hop hopping away, which is a good for like the lower alcohol content. And then is it, was it Dr. Nando or the, the year whatever? Doctor. The year of Dr. Nando is really good. They got cool looking cans. Like not that that really yeah, matters, but like I, I, it's, it's, it's good on the eye. Their artwork's crazy. Their yeah. tap room's huge. And their anniversary beers, which is year with Dr. Nandu, which is kind of their flagship beer. And then they have second year, third year, and now fourth year. And who knows what they're going to do with year five. But they're all very different. All showcase some different hops. It's it's fantastic stuff. So that's a good one. Number nine. Now, this one I had not heard of. And it was it was ranked very highly on your list, Woody. That would be Brick and Feather. Yeah, I think I'm probably the only one who had this on their list. Yes. Um, it's from Can't confirm. Northern Mass by the Vermont border. Mm. I've only had it at one place. It's We'll talk about this place a little bit later. It's called Armsby Abbey in Worcester. They oh, have yeah. a lineup that always includes Trillium and Hill Farmstead and some really big hitters. And I remember trying these guys alongside some of those other bigger-named breweries, and they lived up, if not exceeded, some of those beers. You can only get it at a couple bars right around mm. their brewery and at their brewery. They don't can anything yet, but the stuff they're putting out is unbelievable. What did you have from them? IPA, I assume? Yeah, yeah. all IPAs, uh, really eclectic names, um, and like I said, you can go in there and you can get growlers to go as okay. long as they're branded with the brewery because it's Massachusetts and we're weird with beer yes. laws, um, but it's <laughs> worth making the trip out there, especially if you're going up in of Vermont. That sounds pretty good. So that's coming in at number nine. Number eight, uh, both of you guys had this a lot higher on your list. I'm not opposed to them. I just happen to have ten higher than me. But number eight is Mystic. Mystic, they've been around for a while in the Boston beer scene. I think it's been about seven years. And they started off as a brewery that did like Saison's farmhouse ales, and they did them excellently. And in the past two or three years, they've started branching out into the IPAs. And they're making some really excellent IPAs. And they're going big after the milkshake IPA thing right now. Oh, wow. Which, not yeah. necessarily my favorite, but the beers they're making are very good. Is this the Voltage? Is this what they do? Is that Mystic? Yes. Is that a Mystic one? Yep. Or am I yeah, that's their okay. big, more readily available one. And uh, Tired Hands down in uh, outside Philly has really started the milkshake IPA thing. And yeah. uh, it's if, if you don't love IPAs and like something really fruit-forward and hazy, uh, the stuff they're doing will, will make you happy. Now, was Mystic, when Night Shift first started, was that the one? Did they share a place? No, that was, that was Idle Hands. That was you guys? We, we shared a wall. Mystic start, has always been in Chelsea. Oh, that's right. Mystics and Chelsea. All right, yes. my bad. So, yeah, because when the old place, the old Night Shift and Idle Hands were just side by side, yes. right? And, and I will they say this both about, moved on to bigger and better yeah, places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say this about Mystic. Their table beer. If you're looking for, like, a nice, okay. easy-drinking beer, like 4.3%, they do one of the best table beers around, period. All right. And you can go get that by the leader at that brewery. I so. do feel like, and, and they're one that definitely, like, their stock now compared to what it was even a couple of years ago, I feel like is much higher. Like, it's it's more, pe- more people are talking about Mystic now than before. I feel like most of these beers on our top ten, or most of these breweries, their stock's just going up and up that, you know, a bunch of these jumped up out of nowhere. True. And even the ones that are at the top have risen to the cream of the crop here, as they, especially as a lot of them expand production. Number seven is out of Salem. It's Notch, which has a great tap room. And at JD, I know you're very high on them. Notch is my favorite tap room in Massachusetts, and they make some of my favorite beer around. They do all sessionable beers, so under 5%. They really focus on pilsners, lagers, and they do it really traditional style. They got a crazy brew system that not a lot of people have, and it allows them to do some really, really fun things and make beers that 
nobody else can touch. Good sours, too. I mean, if you like sours, right? Yeah, and yeah. they make really hoppy, sessionable beers, too. And, you know, they're easily found in stores. They're found in yeah, a lot of dra- you know, a lot of bars because of the Pilsner's everywhere. Left of the dial, the Session IPAs everywhere. In the summertime, Infinite Jest you can find. And right Ooh. now they got the Zwickle beer in, in cans, Ooh. which is... Zwickle beer. They do a lot of events, too, and will be like the beer host for a bunch of events. Like if you're yeah. up in northeastern Massachusetts, they do things at all sorts of... Because uh, sessionable beers are so good at kind of outdoor events and it. Probably if you're having an event, you're much happy having beers that are 4.3% than true. if they're 8 or 9%. No, it's so. definitely true. And if you're going up there, like say you're going in October and you go up to Salem to go check out all the weirdos and all the, the, the haunted houses and everything, go to Notch. It, like JD said, it's awesome. Like you walk in there, it's huge. You go up there, they always have a bunch of different things on tap and you can have a few. And honestly, you can still drive home because it's like 4.2% or whatever it is. So you can feel better about doing that than going to some of these other breweries and getting you know two double IPs. IPAs, and you're like, oh, Jesus, Like maybe, yeah. maybe I shouldn't drive. Sean Hill from Hill Farmstead said, you want to make beers for the people that are drinking them, and he's like, I'm in Vermont. People are going to have to drive everywhere around here, and I'd rather have yeah, people smart. have a couple. It's not just kind of like that. If you want to go someplace and not just have one beer and have a couple, yeah. you can do that with Notch Beers all day. So that's a good one coming in at number seven. Uh, number six, Lamplighter, which they have a couple of my – favorite beers right now. I think Rabbit Rabbit, and I'll get into that even later on, their double IPA is as good as I think that there is in the game right now. They also have Birds of a Feather, which is like their standard IPA. But they have a, they have a number of other beers as well. I mean, again, I sort of focus on that. I know Woody, you do as well. But they, they have a lot of good stuff, and Lamplighter is, is definitely one of my favorites. Yeah, absolutely. And speaking of beers that are readily available, if you live around Massachusetts, it's super readily available at your local craft beer store. You can get all that kind of stuff. And again, uh, uh, they have a variety. A lot of their more popular beers now go into the hazy New England IPA Mm. style. But, uh, you know, they've really come a long way just in a short period of time here. J.D., you like Lamplighter? I do like Lamplighter. They got a wide range of beers that they do really well. All right, number five. So now we're getting to our top five. First, let's uh, recap the top uh, the 10 through 6. Aeronaut, Brick and Feather, Mystic, Notch, and Lamplighter. Number five, Night Shift. Night Shift from Everett comes in at number five. And these were one of the guys, again, going back to my first experience at a New England uh, beer fest. They had some pretty crazy beers that jumped out to me. And, again, I also like the logo. Maybe maybe I'm more focused on the logo than I should be. But their owl logo is badass. Like, if, if, the, if the old Backlash logo is the best one, was the best one, you can retire it, the owl is pretty badass from Night Shift. But they have all kinds of different stuff. Like, I don't even know necessarily what their specialty would be. Maybe it's their line of sours, but they they have all kinds of other stuff. They have single IPAs, double IPAs. They have uh, different, like, weird beers as well that they used to kind of experiment with. Uh, really good tap room as well, like a really enjoyable tap room. And their beer is now easier and easier to get than ever before. Yeah, uh, you know, like good podcasters, we – Decided to do top 10 Massachusetts breweries. We didn't discuss exactly what we meant by that. So Keith's factoring in logos heavily, apparently. Yes, I'm big on logos. I did Tap Room a little bit. Their Tap Room is fantastic. It just expanded, so it's even bigger now. That's a good point, Woody. We should start the podcast over. What do we mean by top 10 breweries? Uh, Let's redo it. Let's Let's start over right now. I would say you're right. Tap Room should be included. Just the number of good beers, like the highest quality of the best beer. 
I tried to factor in variety a little bit, even though I'm not really one to branch out to too much variety. I think having options available. But that's where they get points. I think night shift. Like if you go to their brewery right now, you can bring. Say you go with a with a a ten friends with your wife who likes sours. She loves sours. And so Night Shift, she loves some of those, and they still have the bottles. They started to can the Evervice all of a sudden, yeah. which is crazy expensive, by the way. But that's another whole story. That's but your problem, not she, ours. She likes the sours. They have, they have a good mix there. Uh, I will say my favorite beer by them they don't even make anymore. Mm. And I know that's oh. Viva Habanera. Yeah, the except they did it one last time, and you couldn't even get it. I know. I was too lazy to go. Yeah, they I did know. like a re-releasing, and, I was, and Woody's <laughs> like, you going? I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not I'm not driving up there for that. But it's delicious. Hopefully they make it again. They get mad when you ask them. Because every time I'd go to the tap room, I'm like, you guys getting Viva Habanero again? You getting Viva Habanero again? They're like, no, piss off. We're not doing that You're anymore. the only guy that asks <laughs> us that, and the answer is still no, Rich. <laughs> I'm like, I would ple- I, please. I, I love it so much. But that's honestly... What got me hooked on it, I remember hearing that and being like, this is, uh, or, or tasting it and being like, this beer is so different. And like, I like the spice. And I was like, I remembered Night Shift because of that beer. And yeah. then I ended up liking other things. Like the 87, I really like. Uh, most of the one hop this times, I like. The Santilli is a good, good solid beer. Even like Whirlpool, I like. Like, Night, Shift's, a bunch. Night Shift's a good representation of kind of Boston area beers because they do a lot of things that, you know, have other breweries have started to take on. They do a barrel-aged thing, which is unique. Um, they tweak their recipes. Like 87 Today is different from when it first originally right. started and it better. got better. Yeah. And they do the kind of... Uh, experimental rotational series. They have their rotational series um, mm-hmm. called Morph, which right. it's lost on some people that that's not the same every time. Wait, wait, what? This tastes yeah. different. Yeah. I know. Get out of here. It's more. Oh, there it is. Got it. They're like oh, loud and clear. Oh, no, no but it. and JD, you could probably speak to this better. They're also really out on the forefront and like the distributing thing, aren't they? Like the guys at Night Shift are like really. They care about like. The rights of brewers and like dis- distribution and everything else. Yeah, they started their own distribution company, which go. they they were sick of the mass rules, so they went out there, started their own company, and they're bringing in and bringing in great beer from across Massachusetts, across the country, across the world, and they branching off into other hmm. drinks now to non-alcoholic drinks. So they're really pushing, you know. Now, do you guys care about this when uh, a brewery gets almost too big? Like, for example, if there's a – like, I happen to – and you guys can make faces if you want. I don't mind Lord Hobo beers. Now, it's not my favorite thing in the world, but, like, if somebody had a boom sauce or a steal this can or whatever the other ones are, I'll drink it and I'll have a fine time. But it's literally everywhere. Like, I, my brother-in-law, who also is obsessed with beer, lives in upstate New York. And he's like, oh, yeah, we have that here too. Like, so it's just – it's so easy to get, like, a lot of these things. Does it matter? And we're going to get to a couple that are at the top of our list here that you have to kind of go out of your way to get. Night Shift, to me, is still really good. And, again, I don't like everything that they have, but I like them. But they're literally everywhere. So it's not like, oh, ooh, wow, you have Night Shift? It's like, okay, yeah, you, what, would you go to the convenience store? Like, of course you have Night Shift. Does, it, does that matter to you guys at all? You know this is a podcast, so making faces doesn't do anybody any good I'm just, at all. I'm just, I'm just, but, I'm, I'm predicting that you're going to make a face when I said I don't mind Lord Hobo. 
Yeah, I mean, it's fine, but I think it matters if, as you grow, you can maintain your quality and consistency, and you don't yeah. just start to mass-produce stuff for the sake of selling the most you can. So it's kind of a double-edged sword a little bit there, um, and I kind of feel the same way you do about Lord Hobo, that if somebody has it, hey, that's a good beer. I'll drink that, but yeah. I'm never seeking it out. Not that you have to. No, that's but. probably true. Like, I haven't bought many of that. Like, if I'm at, like, a bar... And depending on what their list is, like that might be the best one they have. Then yeah. I'll get it. Yeah, you know what it, I mean. Like if, if that's the case, then sure. But like if I'm going to like randomly up the street for me, they know how popular like mass cr- uh, craft beers are. So their list is insane. Like for like a small little liquor store, they have a crazy one. Even like a place like Wegmans has a pretty good list now. Where you're like Wegmans has always had a good list. Yeah, you know, that's true. That's true. They. But you you go there and you're like, well, like Boom Sauce, for example, might be the tenth best beer they have there, which is kind of nuts. Because again, I don't think it's that bad of a beer. Like I I like it, but so but my point on Night Shift is like the fact that you see it everywhere now. Do you like it less or more? Or I guess maybe your point, as long as it's still good quality. Yeah, and I guess the point for me is more if you're small and it's harder to get. The cool part of that for me is that. When I get it, I like to share it with friends, yeah. and it's like, oh, here's something you won't softball have the opportunity beers. to try. Softball beers. Softball we beers do a lot of softball beers. beers. Yes. Yeah. Um, but the fact that you have to really work to get it is not an advantage. It's a pain in the ass a lot of the time. I, yeah, like, I get but, angry about those beers. But it is like, fun. I like a nice happy medium, like one that like yeah. maybe not everywhere in the world has. So you're still like when you see it, you kind of perk up. But it's also – I'm not going to wait in line for it. And I know a lot of people listening to this, if you see, hey, we're talking about New England beers, you've probably done the thing where you've driven two hours and then waited in line for two hours. Like that to me is too much because there's so many good beers that you don't need to do that. That's just because you know I'll do it for you. <laughs> that's also true. Thank you, Woody. But I mean, that's the one I would used to do five years ago. I would drive yeah. up to Vermont. I would drive oh, yeah. two and a half, three hours, go wait for two and a half, three hours, go somewhere else, wait in line for another hour on top of that, and then – yeah, right. But, no, that, that's true. But, I mean, we're living in a really good time to be in New England it's right now where you can bed. just yeah, before, go down the street. Before, you were like, yeah, I got to drive out to Vermont. And, like, I got to drive out to Portland or I got to drive out somewhere. And now it's like, oh, I'm going to go down, you know, 10 minutes to Idle Hands or 10 minutes to wherever else. And I'm just going to go hang out there, and, you know, get a couple four packs and then go home. Like, that, and it's so much easier now. And the beer, to me, is almost the exact same quality. And like, I don't think that's unique to New England. While New England is a hotbed of, of especially IPAs, if you really like IPAs, but I think it's happening all over the country too. That your local yeah. brewery down the road is producing stuff that is as good as a place that you'd have to drive. No, hours that's probably to true. Find. All right. So anyway, getting back to our list of top ten breweries, number five was Night Shift. Number four, Exhibit A, and they have a couple of, of beauties. They got the Cat's Meow. And they got the hair razor. Again, I sort of focus more on the IPAs, but there there are other things as well. But uh, Exhibit A, Framingham, right? Framingham. Framingham. The, so the original Jack Jack's Abbey, Abbey space. They, oh, they took over the same space? The, yeah, yeah wow. the original Jack's Abbey location is where Exhibit A is now. How about that? Fun fact about me, both my parents from Framingham. What do you think of that? Rick Keefe, two-time <laughs> fantasy football champion. That's right. It's been a while. Shout he's, out. he's had a drought. <laughs> you have to shout him out. He does, he does not listen to this. He doesn't know how to download a podcast. No, he don't think that's not really for him. Um, but yeah, Exhibit they, A, like I know you like him too. And they're another one that distributes really well. So, Cat's Meow Hair Razor, uh, their Kolsch called Goody Two Shoes. Yep. Uh, you can get those pretty well. And again, they're another one who does a rotational series. Let me um, stop you right there. Who likes a Kolsch? I love a Kolsch. I like he a likes Kolsch. a Kolsch. All right, never mind. I'll we'll show, get into I'll this a little my, bit later. I'll show myself out. Yeah. <laughs> I love a Kolsch. 
All right, my bad. My bad. Light and refreshing. Do you like the Exhibit A Kolsch? The Col- yeah, their Kolsch is great. There you go. Them and Devil's Purse, two best Kolsch's in Massachusetts. Well, I yeah. feel like a real Agreed. horse's patoot for saying that. No, you don't. No, I feel fine. I feel, I feel great, actually, because Woody and J.D. both brought in beer, so I feel tremendous. <laughs> uh, so Exhibit A, anything else on Exhibit A, number yeah. four? No, another brewery that does, they got a great IPA, they got a great yeah. porter, and they got a great Kolsch. Oh, the porter, too. That's right. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, right there, they do three things really, really well that are you know towards the top of any beer in the state. If you were starting a brewery, would you say, like, is two really good beers or three signature beers, what, 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 what would you go with? Because again, like a lot of these have been, they've branched off and they have a million. You can go, you go, hey, give me a sampler of this, give me a sampler of that. But if you can hang your hat on, how many different types of beers do you think? Like flagship beers, you want yeah. like yeah, like how many would you say like these are our beers? I think that's the idea of a flagship beer is changing. Honestly, if yeah. you want to get into that, like a lot of places are opening now and they'll just rotate through beers and they won't have they one. don't even have their own thing. Like, yeah, Tired Hands is an example of a place that yeah. for the most part they keep doing different beers and they don't rebrew the same beer time after time after yeah, time and people are going hours and hours and hours out of the way to get some yeah that's... and some you know there's so many options available that some brewers go the other way now too where they just have their three or four options that they brew tirelessly until they start to get them right well it was but... funny one time so my my brother-in-law that I already mentioned once on the podcast, shout out to him, also doesn't listen. But I, I had him go to Night Shift because uh, my wife and, and his wife were out doing something. So we went to Night Shift, and it was like the most random time they literally only had four beers on tap. Which at Night Shift? Unheard of, right? This was a few years ago. Before How the new spot? years ago? No, it was at the new spot. Wow. It was at the new spot, and we went. I was like, hey, let's each get a sampler and like see what we like. I don't want to call you a liar, but. I'm, I swear to God. Hand to God, we go there because I'm telling them like I'm like oh we can get like there's like a million beers there. They have thirty draft lines. They have thirty draft lines, and, and then we're looking at the we're trying to order the sampler, and the per, the bartender was like, well, it's basically just going to be these four. <laughs> we're like oh well I'll have that, and I was like, and then the whole time I'm sitting there I'm like I don't know what happened. I go I I swear there was supposed to be more beers here, and it was like. The same four beers. But anyway, then I went like, you know, a few months later with my wife and it was like nine different beers or ten different beers. It was like very bizarre. But anyway, number four was Exhibit A. Number three, Idle Hands. And JD, we're not just blowing smoke. Love Idle Hands. I've, I've had beers from everybody on this list, I guess with the exception of Brick and Feather. I've had beers from everybody on the, on the top uh, honorable mentions. But four seam and six seam, the Galaxy four seam, the little spin on it there, the change up series, which you guys are now up to twelve, I believe. Yeah, number twelve's on right now. Man, awesome! Like some of my favorite beer, I would put those beers up against anybody else. Yeah, and again, we talk about you want to go out to a brewery with your family, or mm. and you want your wife who likes sours to have something, Correct. and your brother in law who likes Belgians to have something. Idle Hands can do all that for you. And Keith and I are big IPA guys, and so the four seam was really and really the it's change like the up series. Yeah. The change up, I think it was what. Two and four that yeah so, four was really who knows good, maybe right? someone can solve this mystery in the room for us at some point <laughs> but those and between now 
you know, two seam if you want a session beer. We were talking about oh, yeah. notch yeah, having yeah. a session beer that tastes like a true IPA that I like you can the drink. First pitch they have now, which is more the Belgian yeah. IPA. First and pitch is two good. seam. You know, you're hinting that you might put it in cans eventually. So you know, <laughs> you I'll keep, news on keep an eye out for that. Yeah, <laughs> we're looking at it. Probably, okay, probably All this right. summer. There's a good chance it sounds like, but All nothing right. has been confirmed on that. So JD, I mean, obviously you, you like the brewery, but let me ask you about. When people come in there, like what sells the most? It's the four scene. Has to be. Okay. It's, it's the IPAs. The IPAs far and away. And sell when the you most. guys started, it wasn't really about the IPAs at all. No, when the brewery started seven years ago, the Chris, our owner, only brewed Belgian style beers. Right. And then he brought in a head brewer that introduced German style beers into the rotation, and that was Idle Hands up until the tap room opened two years ago. And right, that's right. really when the IPA started being introduced was when the tap room opened and the Mullen. German beers are good. Also too. a tremendous tap room, by the way. And yep. not just because we uh, hosted a live hashtag dork, the only ever live hashtag dork podcast episode ever at Idle Hands. Sold out, but I heard. It was banged out. It was. JD wasn't there. He was <laughs> on the honeymoon. It was banged out. There's literally a line for it. So again, Decent thanks excuse. to everybody who showed up. It was awesome. It was it was it was full. Everybody was loving the beers. It was awesome. And as Woody said, there's such a variety because not everybody likes IPAs. You know, most of the people listening probably do. That's sort of what that culture, uh, I think the real beer snobs like us are, that sort of become IPA people, but they have everything else. So, like, when I go uh, with my wife all the time, she doesn't get the IPAs. Like, she goes she, right for the sours. She goes for the sours. So, the Kill Your Idols, she loves, and they have the, the tropical one. She likes that one much more than the yeah. uh, orange, the blood orange yep. one. She loves the tropical one. But there are other ones, too. Like, you guys have a good table beer. You guys have a good lager. Like, my father loves the Adelaide. Like, yes. loves it. Like, it's funny because I try to get my – so my dad drinks more beer than anybody I know. Again, shout out to my dad who's not listening. Woody, he drink- No, he does. It just does. <laughs> it's, just, it's a reality. But – He's got a mustache. He does. He's a grown man. He, he's short. He's much shorter than me, but he could whoop my ass. There's no doubt. Old man strength. the shit Definitely. <laughs> But he's a guy who, like, I like all these different kind of beers. He just, he drinks, like, the lagers. You know, like, all his life he's been drinking lagers. And so he's not opposed to the other kind. But I'll be like, hey, try this IPA. He's like, yeah, that's fine. It's too hoppy. It's too whatever. But then when you get him some of these, like, good lagers, he loves them. And I can tell the difference because I'll get him a four-pack of, like, the, like, night shift lager or whatever. And then I'll go home, like, a month later and there's still, still two there. left. You know what I mean? Like there's still like two left. I'm like, oh, that's not good. No, and then, it was fine. It was yeah, fine. No, thanks, I like Rich. it. Thanks. Yeah, no, exactly, exactly. Like, thanks, <laughs> thanks for bringing that. But I get him the uh, the four pack from Night Shift, and I go back like a week later, gone. Like all of it's gone. So like at least I know that he really likes that one. And so that's the beauty of it. Like you go there, it's the opposite of the problem I had at Night Shift. If you want a sampler, what do you guys have usually on on how many on draft? Uh, it's usually ten to twelve. Yeah, it's insane. They have the full list. And then they even have some bonus ones that you can get either in the four-pack, like if you guys don't always have that, or the growler, or whatever you want to do. It's uh, it's great. Now, is the four-seam always available year-round now? Is that the plan? Yes. Okay. There, there's Six some... Six-seam is not year-round. Six-seam is every, seasonal. every uh, three months, four times okay. a year. Okay, that's good to know. Which I like, right? But, don't uh, mark which my I calendar. Kind of, which, but, but I, I like that. it's the last Wednesday in June it comes out. So mark your calendars, right. whatever. The, don't 26 tell other or people this. <laughs> now I can't get as much as I want. Let's stop the podcast yeah. right now. Let's you can edit, edit that out in post, yes. Yeah. I'll put that in the phone right you got, now. You got somebody that can edit that, Keith? I do. I oh, do okay. all my Perfect. own editing. Yeah, it's, it's no problem. It's gone. It's cleaned yeah. out. So, But I, I actually I love that about it because it's like if you're going to Idle Hands on any given weekend, you're like, I know at the very least I'm getting a four scene. But – 
if you happen to be going on the right time, you could also get a six seam. The you know Galaxy I mean? like, four seam I, that also is, is great. Yeah. Blows my mind. That's yeah. one that if I go there, if I see it in the beer store, I am going to buy that and then Every time. anything else that interests me. What is the plan with the change-up series? Is that just going to continue for Infinity? That's just going to keep going. As as we get new hops, new yeast, or you know, Brett, our head brewer, yeah. he wants to try something out. If he's worried about something like a hop supply being shorter in the future, like now he'll try something out in the change-up series just so he has it in his back pocket in case something happens with four-seam, if something happens with hops, you know, he, he has... Did any of the four or did any of, yeah was any of the change ups what the four seam is? Yes. Okay. Well, it's a combination. I think it was Com- that's right. Yeah, that's it's yeah, a combination. Yeah, yeah. Okay. There's a few early on. It took six change ups to get to four seam. Makes sense though, but you're you're tweaking it and you're sort of doing it. And I would say the change ups for me are better than the morph series. Again, like again, yeah. you, you'll run into a good morph, but the change up because that's always one thing I always do when I go to the visit Idle Hands is like. All right, whatever your changeup is, give me a glass of that. Let me try that. And for the most part, all great. Like, I remember the, early on, I remember the three was not my favorite, but two I loved and four I loved. And then after that, I've tried them, and they've been pretty strong since then. Yeah, to the point where Keith and I were, like, emailing and texting each other, being like, uh, changeup number four is really good. You should stop by. You should stop by as soon as you You need to get there before they get rid of that changeup. You got, you got to get there. All right, so number three is Idle Hands. And again, we couldn't uh, recommend that one enough, so check them out in Malden. 89 Commercial Street in Malden. That's right. Number two on our list, I think everybody knows. Again, beer people know where our top two is, but coming in at number two is Trillium, who has a million IPAs, pale ales, Double IPAs. They have other stuff. They have porters. They have some other different things. But they are definitely known for their uh, juicy, juicy, juice bomb IPAs. They have the location right in Boston. And then the other one is in... Canton. Canton. Canton, yeah. Canton. Canton. So yeah. I've not been to the Canton one yet. How, how's the tap room there? Uh, it's very good. They just opened a patio there. And they're actually building a new Fort Point Boston facility, too, that'll have a restaurant. and so A roof deck. And a roof oh, deck, yeah. yeah. So that, They also have uh, they have a spot kind of cornered off on the Rose Kennedy Greenway. Mm-hmm. They have like a little like beer, beer garden. Beer garden. Awesome. Yeah. Amazing. I, I went, again, uh, believe it or not, with my brother-in-law. God damn it. Why do I keep mentioning him? But we, <laughs> So we went there. It was a nice little family get-together. And so we went there. But Trillium, and the, the one thing I'll say with Trillium is they have so many different kinds. And they, they constantly, like, they'll have, the, like, the Mosaic Congress Street or the Galaxy Congress Street. Or double like the dry hop. Double dry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they have, like, a million different kinds. So I think I know what my favorite ones are from them, but it's very confusing, and they're constantly changing them. Yeah, and they might not have been the very first ones to start this, but they're definitely one of the ones who popularized the double dry hop version of things. Mm-hmm. And that, like, a lot of breweries now, if even if they don't advertise it distinctly, they double dry hop a lot of beers. And it's to the point where... I pour a double dry hop Congress Street into a beer glass, and my mother walks into the room and she thinks I'm drinking orange juice. Correct. It's that it's kind of beer. That's what. So uh, yeah, I've had somebody say, like, when you pour it in a glass, you're like, I don't want to be able to see through it. <laughs> like, I want to. I want it to be so hazy like that. And that's what almost everything from Trillium is, is like. And to each your own. I mean, uh, I like those beers too. Uh, a lot of people are doing those beers, but that's part of why. I, the only way to figure out what you like is try a bunch because yeah. what we like is going to be different than oh, what yeah. whoever listening here is like. And maybe you don't even like IPAs, yeah. but, you know, 
that has certainly become super popular and kind of the singular New England style. And I think Trillium is definitely a big part of that. And so the thing when you go into the, the Boston location, when you walk in there, you're, you're basically walking in – and you can't try them there. You got to go. You got to ask for your case. You got to ask for your four pack or whatever it is, and get out of there. And this is a classic one that uh, you basically go down. You double park. You leave your car running, and you sprint in, and you get whatever you can, and then you sprint out of there again. Not if you're if you're going to Canton, great. Spend the day in Canton. But if you're going to the one in Boston, that's how I've done it. And this is also the first time I think ever that I bought a case of beer. And I spent over $100, and I was like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? But I'm like, you know what? It's delicious, and I love it. You can't do it all the time, but it's expensive, but like you know where your money's going. Like It's that good. It's also the first brewery that I remember following them on social media and them announcing a beer on a particular day. And I can't remember exactly which one it was. I think it might have even been a collaboration, yeah. Pow Pow from Lawton's yeah. or something like that, where I remember being like, okay, I know what I'm doing at lunch. I'm immediately leaving my office. I'm driving over there. I'm going to double park in front. I'm going to yeah, go and I'm going to get whatever beer on, sprint in they there. will give me. And then I will go back to work <laughs> and live out my life. And I haven't, you know, I hadn't really done that at any brewery at that point, but. It's good. I mean, they're juice bombs. Like, they're you juice gotta, bombs, You got to like yeah. the juice bomb. And, you know, I loved going down there when it first opened. It was like, I got beer nerds across the country that I would trade beers with. And, you know, That's as right, soon as, like, Trillium. Like, I remember you, like, mailing beers yeah, out. Yeah, and, and as soon as, yeah. like, Trillium came onto the scene, everybody was like, you need to get me Trillium. You need yeah. to get me Trillium. It was, like, amazing how quick their rise was and how good the quality of the beer was to yeah. go with it that they kind of... I want to say pioneered the style, but they became the quickly one of the most well-known brewers of the style. Now, I know you can get Trillium at some restaurants. Like, they are willing to go to some... I've been to one. I was shocked when I saw it on the menu. It was a place that I never in a million years thought would have had the beer list that it did. And I got Trillium on draft. And I got. I told all my friends that were there, I'm like, this is what you're getting. Like, you have to get this. Like, I, I can't believe it's here. And they are like, calm down. But anyway, <laughs> I, I loved it. Do you think they're ever going to be, like, in stores or do you think they like what they're doing? They're limited amount in stores right are now. They? Yeah. Like, they've been I've getting around, seen yeah. Them in stores. And they used to Are they at, like, to, uh, beer sellers or something? Yeah. Oh, they are. Okay. Do, but it depends on kind of their sell through of what they do. Okay. Uh, and the beer. So they have some of their flagships like Fort Point or Congress yeah. Street or some of those that you may get there. But uh, beer trading, like, I remember sending my buddy in California some Trillium, and he was like, these are solid gold. I could trade 100 beers for one can of this. (laughs) And then I remember him looking in his fridge one day, and he had less than he remembered, and he looks over at his father-in-law, and he had been drinking them thinking they were Miller Lights, and he's like, these Miller Lights don't taste right. (laughs) (laughs) These are gross. So he's not married anymore. He murdered that father. Well, he had to. At that point, there was nothing else to do. But I I am a huge fan. In fact... I am the only person out of the three of us that voted Trillium number one. Our real number one, both of you guys put number one. I put it at number two, and I think most people would have it at number one. That would be Treehouse. There's no, not a shock there. No, Treehouse no. is insane. Tree, we're not going to wow you with like uh, this off the board. Sam Adams is number one. <laughs> we're, we're going with Harpoon. No, it's, it's Treehouse. <laughs> Treehouse is ridiculous. Now, one of the things that I... And this is unfair, I would admit, that I sort of held against Treehouse is just how out of the way you have to go to get it and kind of the more pain in the ass factor. Not that Trillium is the easiest thing in the world, but if you live near Boston, and for a while I did, it was a lot easier to get than than Treehouse. Like Treehouse, you got to go out to Worcester 
and you got to wait in line, and you also don't necessarily know what you're going to get. It's gotten better. It, they moved into a new brewery uh, probably about a year ago at this point. They are, um, and I remember driving to Treehouse the first time maybe three or four years ago. It was a winter night, and I remember turning off the highway onto a paved road and then turning onto an unlit road, and my wife turns to me and goes, <laughs> Tell me now if you're going to murder me because <laughs> I don't safe. feel safe. I don't, I don't feel, feel safe. safe. And then we don't see another car the rest of the 15 minutes we drive and we pull into the parking lot at Treehouse. It's packed with cars and we turn the corner and it's just lit with people drinking out in the open. Unreal. And it's gotten better. And the other reason that now Treehouse is much it's, – it's worth making the trip is because you used to be able to get like – half a case a person and you would be happy with it but now you can get more than you can afford to get yeah, yeah. um in one trip because their production has just expanded so dramatically yeah and they're a brewery that i have not had a bad beer from treehouse no yeah across styles you can name point. the style that they've brewed out of there and of course they're well known for their ipas but they're right. stouts and porters and other you know, their brown ale that they do they just did a pilsner you know they're mm. everything that they have done has been excellent all my favorite stouts are basically their stouts and a couple others that they continue to blow me away with everything. They but do. I think that's why, and like like you said, Woody, like this isn't necessarily unique to Massachusetts, but it's why you can hold Massachusetts up to any other state when you're like, well, we have Treehouse, Trillium, Idle Hands, Exhibit A, Night Shift. Like we we have these here in our own state, so I don't care what you're bringing to the table. We feel like we can compete with you. Yeah, that's let alone. You know, New England's a small collection yeah, of states, is. so that's not even factoring in the ones that are a shorter drive than going out to some of the Western Mass or, or Northern Mass breweries Absolutely. we've been talking about. So let's get to those as well. So real quick, 10 through 1 again was Aeronaut, Brick and Feather, Mystic, Notch, Lamplighter, Night Shift, Exhibit A, Idle Hands, Trillium, and Treehouse. As for the other breweries in New England... Again, I feel like, and I could be wrong here, Vermont and Maine really highlight the list. Maybe New Hampshire. Maybe I think, in my personal opinion, Rhode Island and Connecticut are kind of lagging behind. But uh, what other ones would you say deserve to be mentioned here? Either I mean, one. the obvious ones are in Vermont. Yeah. Vermont Alchemist, sure. Hill Farmstead, or Lawton's, Fiddlehead. Those are the ones that a yeah. lot of people know. Foam Brewers, which is right in Burlington, is less well known than those, but is also phenomenal. But Vermont I would say at this point, Foam is the hottest brewery in New England. Like that's oh yeah, they're skyrocketing in popularity right now, and that's being mentioned in the conversation that he just had with all those great breweries. They have an Farm awesome, sets. they have an awesome location too. And so uh, last year, I took a trip with my wife to Burlington, and we ended up hitting up on the way in Burlington Beer Company, which I would say deserves to be mentioned. Really good. They have the what the what's it called something keeping up with the wizard or whatever it is. The wi- yeah, wizard IPA. They have is. Beekeeper, which was really good. They also have my wife's favorite beer she's ever had. It's called Strawberry Whale Cake. It's actually a cream <laughs> ale. I know it sounds. That sounds, sounds like a made up name. I go. Those are your three favorite things, aren't they? Got to get those whales. <laughs> Strawberries, <laughs> whales, and cake. That's why you're married. Uh, but it's like a cream ale, and and so she. Lo- it's not as strawberry as you think, but there's like a hint of it. Anyway, it's really good. So Burlington Beer Company. Then we also went to Foam right in Burlington. So a great location, great beers there. And then we took the journey up to Hill Farmstead, which is 
one of the best probably Speaking in the country. Speaking of places, yeah. my wife thought I was taking <laughs> oh her to God. murder her. That's like, that's you go off ins- the di- into the dirt road there, Not and it gets Not road, wild. but all of a sudden your phone, you lose your GPS because you're in the middle of nowhere, oh, yeah. and there's nobody a mile in front of you, there's nobody a mile behind you, and then you get to the brewery, and it's banged out. You print out MapQuest directions like 2001. It's insane. So those are Vermont, and then you mentioned uh, Alchemist, right? And yep. uh, a couple yeah. of the other ones. And Alchemist, another brewery that's yeah. expanded production dramatically. Yeah. You know, Hetty Topper was kind of one of the OGs. The really. IPA that started yeah. it all, kind of. Um, that was the beer to get for a while, wasn't it? Hetty Topper. It was still great. Well, that was it's the thought. beer. No, it is. I think it's still great, but that's like when, when I first got into beer and JD we were working together at the time like when I first really was like man I've had too many like keystone ices for my day like I'm ready to go to IPAs I remember it was either you or it was like Feldman got me a, a heady topper and I was like oh the game has been changed. I'm like, this is, I'm like, this is what I like now. I made yeah. n- a number of trips up to that original location yeah. before they had case limits or oh, <laughs> before yeah. oh, you had wow. to go to a store before they shut it down. That was awesome. And I'd bring that back. I had Feldman make a few runs for me because he used oh, to yeah. produce those hockey games up there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So he'd you, smuggle you, back uh, Hedy Topper. Back yeah. With, with Hedy Topper. Yeah. And so that was as good as it gets. Uh, Woody, I know you've taken a bunch of trips up to Maine for some yeah. of their good ones. I spent all my summers in Maine growing up, and their beer scene is fantastic also, especially in kind of greater Portland there. Bissell Brothers is easily my favorite Maine brewery. Swish, nothing gold, substance, reciprocal. Their IPAs are fantastic. They also do some extraordinarily low ABV beers, um, too. Uh, Maine Beer Company, Dinner is yeah. kind of uh, one of the, the golden gooses oh, of I beers. Say, can I say this real quick? You can say oh, whatever you want. This is your podcast. podcast. It is my podcast. I am the man. I have the podcast. You can turn off our mics if you want. I c- I'm not going to do that. Lunch? Sure you know how to do that. Lunch? A little overrated. I said it. I said it. I'll, I'll wait for the, the heat. I like Mo better than lunch, I think. Ooh, I, yeah. I think Mo's better. I think Peeper's better. I think another one is better. I think they have three or four. I've never had dinner. I'll be honest. I've never had dinner. But I think lunch is good. Like, if it was at a – if it was at a, uh, actually, there's a restaurant near me that has it. And I was like, you guys have this? And I had it, and I like it. It's fine. But I think it's a little overstated. I was bill, I was sold a bill of goods, I think, when they were like, oh, you got to try that. Send your hate mail to Rich Keith yeah. at W-E-E-I. Yeah, dot um, org. Whatever. Um, what, what do you guys think about lunch? Are you, am I wrong on that? Like I said, I, I, I think dinner's fantastic. I really like Mo. And then Answer I'd probably the go lunch. Question it's, on lunch. It's solid, but it's, it's not. It's not one of but those beers. For example, I seek out like anymore. when you're talking about OG IPAs, Heady Topper better. Even, you're drinking a sip of Sunshine right now. Better than lunch. Oh, way better than lunch. Yeah. What okay. do you, I think, or, uh, JD? So I still love lunch. I think now that okay. palates have changed, people expect a thir- certain thing out of New England IPAs, That's and true. That's they what see it is. Maine IPA, they see lunch, and they expect it to be like that's a great a point. hazy juice bomb of an IPA, and a, it isn't it's that. Different. That's it's different. Point. And I think it's a great beer, and I think, you know, let people sleep on it. I'll drink it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, t- I'll take it. Hello. Yeah. I'll take and it. just to touch on a couple other main breweries real quickly that I have at least are all right next to each other, so visit them all at the same time. Foundation, Epiphany they put out is fantastic. Austin Street, and Allagash is kind of the brewery that has been around forever, but they're still doing a ton of amazing stuff. I mean, don't sleep on Allagash, my favorite brewery in the country. Is it really? Oh, I will. Hot take. Whoa. I will. The studio just got hot. 
I'll tell you right now, Allagash White, you can go to any bar in the world. If they're serving Allagash White, I will take one, and I will enjoy the hell there out of it. There is no better flagship of any brewery than Allagash White. Oh, I like that. JD came in with takes. No, good. what are you going to say good. to that? I'm like, okay, I agree. I, mean, I, I love an Allagash White. You want to respect a brewery? They haven't changed what they've done since they've opened, really. They've no, added on to the Sour amazing. Games. Especially with, look, think about all the ones that Woody just named that are all yeah. popping up next to them, and they're like, well, this is what we do. Literally directly it. into like the same yeah. complex, and they're like, "Yeah, we know what we're doing." Well, just yeah. you know, yeah, you, do big you. news Sit out down. of them. They added a canning line, and they're gonna like that's toy good. around with canning, Watch and that's out. you know, that, that's really did I good. miss any main breweries oh, there in terms yeah. of Oxbow? Oxbow, Oxbow, yeah. Love Oxbow. You I did say Austin Street. Austin Street is one of my favorites. Oxbow is my fa- is my favorite tap room up in Portland. Is it really? Yes. Huh? I've not been to Bissell Brothers yet. I need to get there. They got a good. Good tap room too. I was hoping to do a Portland trip sometime this summer. You got to go to Portland. That's, I gotta do that's, it. That's, yeah, I haven't been. I haven't been since I was like before beer drinking. As age. far as yeah. food and beer scene go, I gotta go. Yeah, as I far gotta, as food and beer drinking go, it's the best scene I gotta go around. Yeah, food on. I got the only one I would throw out there for New Hampshire, and honestly, I think so many breweries have passed them by, but I still have a, a warm spot in my heart for Smutty Nose, only because. One of the first uh, tap rooms that I went and visited. I've actually been to both of them because they've moved. I've been, and I like them. I like some of their beers, but there are just so many better ones now. But yeah. New Hampshire, I got. It sounds like you're from New Hampshire. I might be. Um, there's I was a, not born there, but I was like. I got there. married in New Hampshire, and yes, one in Portsmouth, uh, not far Red from Hook. our Reading venue. No, <laughs> Budweiser. Uh, Great Rhythm <laughs> is is right outside. Great Rhythm, Portsmouth. Great Rhythm, a lot of IPAs. Yeah. Tap room that won awards for like design. It's a lot of fun. They usually have eight things on draft. They can stuff only available at the brewery, but it's really good. And if you're up in that part of New Hampshire, it's definitely worth the trip. Rhode Island or Connecticut? Anything? What am I missing? Rhode Island's uh, Providence is starting to have a good beer scene. I mean, mainly what I would say if you're in Providence, there's Long Live Brew Works. And mm. uh, right down the street from that is this great beer hall that is called Bayberry. Mm. And I highly recommend if you're in Providence, go to Bayberry. That place has incredible food. The tap list is stellar. All right. So. In the spirit of of the Hill Farmstead and Treehouse, Tilted Barn, which is a literal barn on a farm. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They do some of their own hops too. And Proclamation, which just moved to a new brewery. Those in Rhode Island are both very good, especially as the IPAs go. All right, so that's pretty much all the New England. Again, it's one really- more in Connecticut. Yeah, yeah, Fox yeah. Farm, brand new. Okay. Alta, Burst, Daylily, their IPAs, they're a new brewery. I think Beer Advocate just named them one of the best new breweries in the country, but their stuff is unbelievable, too. I really like them. They're available if you're here in the greater Boston area. I know some of the bars around here are starting to get them on draft, too. If we did a top 10, and we're not going to do this right now, but if we did a top 10 New England breweries, how many of the Massachusetts ones do you think would make it in? So, again, if that's the Massachusetts list... Trillium and Treehouse are definitely in. Idle Hands, to me, is definitely in. Exhibit A is definitely in. But then Night Shift and Lamplighter, that might be the line where you start to introduce all the Vermont and Maine ones, right? It might be like five mass. Yeah, Foam, Hill, Farmstead, Bissell Brothers definitely have to be in there for me. Yeah, right. Um, So you're probably Allagash. I would probably say probably has to be in there somewhere too. So, but so in New England ranking, half of it roughly would be Massachusetts. Yeah, that's about. All right, so here's yeah, like it would be nothing in Connecticut. Maybe nothing. Nothing. (laughs) I don't think so. Yeah, maybe nine out of the ten would be Vermont, Massachusetts, Maine. 
Yeah, yeah, that's about right. For sure. All right, this is a fun one. So when you go to a place like Wegmans or if you go to some of these other uh, stores that have all these different beers, they allow you to make your own six-pack. So the question we have posed now to everybody in here, if every single beer was available, and let's say it was in a beautiful 16-ounce can with the logo, which as we know is very important, if they were all available to you and you got to fill up your six-pack, what would be in it? Let's start with JD. All right. Well, you guys all know my love for Allagash now. I, yes, I will always go with an Allagash White. It's just it's six, six Allagash beers? <laughs> you got six yes. Allagash White. I'll just go Allagash White. <laughs> just load it up. I'll take six or, Allagash White. I get that as a Sunoco. An Allagash White, Allagash Black, a Cool Ship Red. <laughs> no. But a nice Allagash. And like none that. of the Idle Hands beers, which is no, strange. Oh, well, I gotta you know be partial here, you know. <laughs> That's true. You're very partial. So you're it's going Al- you're going Allagash White. Allagash White, nice. top of my list. That's Good. it's a great oh, beer. Look. Okay, like I said I I love Allagash. <laughs> I've heard that. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Russian River Consecration. Gonna go a little Ooh. sour. Okay. Nice. I like any other sours. I mean, you could go with their IPAs. You could go Pliny Elder, Younger. You could go Blind Pig, which I think is better than the Elder. But I go with the Consecration. Uh, next, again, I'm going to go with my local love, Notch. Their Zwickle beer was the best beer I had in the can last year in this area. It is a wonderfully refreshing beer. has a little bit of spice to it, just something you can drink all day out in the summer. Lawnmower beer, watching football, uh, that's nice. barbecue, yep. just great beer. Uh, I know this one may show up elsewhere, Treehouse, good morning. Mm. If I'm going to go with a darker beer, I love the maple. I love that kind of coffee flavor to it. I'll go with Hill Farmstead Abner. Yes. Also on my list. Yes. Amazing beer. And then uh, to round it out, I'd like to go with a Pilsner of some sort, so I'll go with Pilsner you quell. Hmm. Okay. All right. Pretty good. good. Woody, would you like to go next? Sure. And I'll preface this by saying I'm only listing beers that I've tried because there's a lot of good beers. Like if you talk about, you know, Treehouse, there's King Julius and, you know, things like that. Beers I've never had the opportunity to try before, and so I, I'm not going to put a beer that I've never had on on my ultimate six-pack. So I got Very Green from Treehouse. Green is my favorite of their standard rotational beers. Very Green is even better than that. Headroom from Trillium. It annoys me they only put it out once a year, but it makes me want it more. Uh, JD just mentioned this, but Pliny the Younger is my favorite of the Pliny beers from Russian River um, all the way across the country. Uh, dinner from Maine Beer. I love nice. it. It's right. not New England hazy style, but I actually like those a little better. Uh, Keith actually just drank one of these so fast he probably didn't even taste it, but Double Dry Hop, Double Mosaic Dream is from Other Half in New York City. That's like one of my fast. favorite. I did enjoy and it. And then uh, I'm going to repeat one here, but Abner from Hill Farmstead. There's a bunch of Hill Farmstead beers that could be on here for me that I like all about the same, but I think Abner is my favorite of those ones. So I'm, it's unanimous. So for my ultimate six-pack, the first one on there is the Abner, and it's crazy. How about that? It's nuts. I, I we did love not it. talk about yeah. this before. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. We didn't at all, and it's funny. So when I was on that same uh, Burlington trip, one of the restaurants that we just happened to go in there, have a beer, maybe even have like a bite to eat, they, we went in there, and they had that on tap. And we knew the next day we were going to go to Hill Farmstead, but I was like, let me try this Abner. So I got a glass of Abner. I was like, this is amazing. And then we went out there, and I filled up my biggest growler with Abner. Abner's probably my favorite beer I've ever had. So I'm going to go with Abner as one of them. Uh, I'm not kissing up because he's here, but I'm going to go with the Six Seam from Idle Hands as one of mine as well. I'm going to go with the Julius from Treehouse. Again, I haven't had everything from Treehouse, like what he said, like King Julius or whatever, but just the standard Julius, I'm going with that. 
I'm going to go... I have to do something from Trillium. The Cutting Tiles, it was like a double uh, IPA that they had. I've, I'm going to go with that. Like, whatever, whatever, <laughs> whatever that was. Like, oh, something from Trillium, I'm going with that. I'm going to go with, they don't currently make it, but the Viva Habanera from Night Shift. <laughs> I'm going to make them make it again, and I'm going to go with the Habanera, which is am- it's just an amazing beer. Can everybody tweet at Night Shift and ask that yes. they brew that Tell again? Them make it. You know what? Call it the Rich Keefe from now on, because I'm the only one who likes it. The only one You who like long it. hashtags. Maybe I you can create a hashtag That's for a that. good point. I could yeah. do that. And then I'm going to go, if they're all in the store, I know it's old school, I'm going with the Heady Topper. I'm going nice. to take it. If, if, if it's in there, I'm taking it as part of my ultimate six-pack. I love it. All right, so th- those are all of our six-packs. Again, mine is very dominated. Five out of the six are IPAs or double IPAs. What are some of the best non-IPAs in uh, New England? Again, J.D., you had, a, you had a handful of them in your ultimate six-pack. Yeah, I had a, you know, Allagash White is yeah. the staple mm-hmm. for a Belgian wit. That is... The best that's made in this country. Really hard to beat, yeah. Really hard to beat. A lot of people try to make that style as good as that. Nobody can. No, that's uh, true. I like the loggers a lot. You know, like I mentioned, in, in Kolsch, not a logger, but I mentioned uh, Exhibit A makes an excellent Kolsch, and so does Devil's Purse out of Cape Cod. That Kolsch on a hot summer day, it just goes down so smooth. It yeah. is delicious. Um, you know, I, Idle Hands, come out see you us. Guys got, got, you guys like, got the a whole to choose from. It Seriously, yeah. Yeah, we've got a Hellas Lager coming out tomorrow in cans. Which, oh, nice. You know, that's a beautiful summer beer. So, Woody? Yeah, Goody Two Shoes, I agree. Kolsch, that's yeah. a softball beer I'll bring because I can drink it quick. I know JD mentioned Good Morning. I've never been able to get that one, but Double Shot from Treehouse is good. And Canadian Breakfast Out and Kentucky Breakfast Out from Founders are both really good. Uh, Trillium makes a bunch of good pale ales. I don't know if that counts as different. Sure. They make them um, just about as IPA very as pale ale can be. I love them. So and uh, down the road, not far from Idle Hands, not far from Night Shift, makes mm. some really good sours, some wee spears that I like and that uh, people I know really like those, drink those a lot. Um, and so if you're doing – if you want to do like a local little brewery crawl you should go out to that area and go to idle hands go to night shift and go to down the road and just make a day and bone up is right there bone Bone up up. yeah Yeah, that's that's where you want to go and then hill farmstead if you're into breweries not far there's a whole bunch you can there's a bunch right there you you could almost walk from and then hill farmstead wild ales if you're doing kind of those type of beers they're the ones who i think make the best of those that i really like if you like some farmhouse funk I already mentioned Viva Habanero, which they don't even make, but you never know. I mean, they already brought it back once, so they could bring it back again. The strawberry whale cake that my wife loves a lot. The sours that are really good. Night Shift has a whole series of them, so you can just tell whatever you like, whether it's the Evervice or... Um, the Manor Vice. The Manor Vice. Cape Cotter Vice. Cape Cotter Vice. There's one... Look for the Vice. Yes. Yeah, Look for the Vice. There's all yeah. kinds of shit that they have. And then same with Idle Hands. They, they kill your idols. I would say particularly the tropical one. I think is uh, is really good. Agreed. All right, what about the best beers that aren't that hard to find in stores? So let's say you're not you can't get out to the craft beer cellar or you can't get out to one of these places that really specializes in it. What are ones that you think are are available for people to get? 
I mean, we've talked about a lot of these that are easier to find now. Um, ones I mentioned that we haven't really talked about are I like Jigsaw Jazz from Fort Hill a lot. Oh. It is a 9% beer that drinks like a 5% yeah, beer. Boy, that, yeah. And it's That's delicious. Trouble. And it's also you can get a six-pack of 12-ounce cans for like 10 bucks. It's yeah. not – it's not priced up like a lot of the beers on here. And like we said, Springdale um, is starting to be more widely distributed now. There's a lot of good beers from them. 87 from Night Shift, mm-hmm. again, that's one that I really I like. I the One Hop on series, bottom. too. You see that in a yep. lot of places. In the One Hop, um, me personally, I like the uh, Citra a lot. I like the Mosaic a lot. The uh, Ella was not my favorite. Uh, what am I drinking right now? There's, they got a couple other ones that are like, okay, I would, I, I would highlight Citra and Mosaic. In going outside of the region to a Simcoe, flyover state that I've never been to, yeah. uh, Pseudo Sioux from Toppling Goliath is around a lot now. They have a big dis- oh, distribution yeah. around here, and that's a, pa- a pale ale that I just, I just love, and that's around a lot, and I'll drink that all day. I think if you're looking for readily available beers in Massachusetts, Jack's Abbey. Yes. You can yeah. find yeah, them that's too. everywhere. And Al Gash White. And Al Gash White. That's a good uh, point. Al White. The Hoponius Union. Oh, there's, there's a whole bunch yeah, of Yeah, but the Jack's stuff. Abbey, like yeah. the house lager for the price point that it's at True. Yeah. is yeah. a great beer. And same with Hoponius Union. And a lot of specialty beers are everywhere. Uh, Castle Island, I feel like you're yes, seeing pretty much like, everywhere. There are a lot of places now. Which I Speaking of like. Wegmans distribution. And yeah, Wegmans, them. they have them, yeah. And Notch. I yeah, feel right, like you point. see them in every store. Either it's usually the Pilsner or Left of the Dial, but both are awesome beers. And if you happen to see it, uh, Infinite Jest is their wheat mm. beer that they do in the summertime. That is perfect for floating on a lake, let me tell you. Oh, yes. Love lake floating. You know what is sneaky uh, available in a lot of spots now is Sip of Sunshine, which I really like from uh, Lawson's. But uh, Wegmans was the last time I got it. They had, they had like a whole row of them like yeah. banged out. I was like, wait a minute. They're brewing a bunch of that in Connecticut right now. Yeah, yeah. A lot of places are brewing Out of two roads, I think, was who used to brew all of it for them. I'm not sure if that's still so the that's case, but good. yeah. And I like it. I like Again, it's not my it's not in my top five, but like I, I enjoy it more than most. So and, if you've, if, and if you're even from out of the region, like I know in New York State, Rochester, Buffalo, they're starting to get it too, so yeah. um, check it out. All right, what about, and Woody, you mentioned a couple of these already, but like bars and restaurants that aren't that uh, far out of the way from here that have a sneaky, really good beer list. The ones, uh, the Armsby Abbey in Worcester is, in my opinion, the single best beer bar in They're like the one that's notorious for it because they have, awesome. the one, they have the ones that you literally have to drive down these dirt roads to find. They somehow. Well, they have the connection to Hill Farms. Correct. They have the connection to Hill Farms. They have Lambic beers. They have every kind of beer you can yeah, want. That's it. And they also own another brew, uh, bar called Dive Bar that's in Worcester, too. Um, here in Greater Boston, Public House is the classic one in Brookline. Right near, not far from where we are now, is Lulu's that has a ever-expanding beer list, and they're starting to get some new things like Fox Farm from Connecticut and things like that. Um, and I really like if you're getting food and beer, Brewer's Fork in Charleston has mm. fantastic beers and great pizza. I'd go there all day. JD? I echo Armsby Abbey. Yeah, Public House is my favorite bar in Boston. Oh, okay. Anytime I get the chance to go there, spend a, like a Saturday or Sunday eating mac and cheese, drinking yeah. Trillium, it's you got to beat it. that. It's Both Armsby Abbey nice and um, Public House feel like dive bars too. It makes you feel right at home. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. just warm and cozy, and yes. you know it's it's a wonderful place. And the food is equally lives up to the beer at both those spots. 
Uh, I think, you know, if you're downtown and you're looking for a place that is never busy but has a great beer list, Ginger Man. Oh. Never busy. Oh. I don't know what's going on Good there. Point. I don't know what their problem is, but they have. <laughs> you can walk list. in there yeah. anytime. Great draft list. That's pretty good. Almost nobody there. Uh, <laughs> good. And uh, local shout out to my neighborhood bar. Please. Maverick Marketplace in East Boston. Good. They oh, have a they have a sneaky good tap list every time. They only have six drafts, uh, but they're adding more soon, and they have cask every Thursday. That's delicious. So, nice. and up closer to Keith and I, there's uh, Grill next door in Haverhill has a g- fantastic, oh, fantastic uh, beer list. I'm going to go with, and this uh, is definitely a, a plug for my wife's restaurant. She works at Urban Hearth. Her she's, can list there it's is insane. insane. Yes. So, like, she, said, she sent it to me last week, but she was asking a few opinions on it's sour beers. It's crazy. And so it cha- it does change a little bit based on what's available. But right now, so she works at Urban Hearth in Cambridge. So it's kind of, it's not far from Davis. It's close to Alewife, but it's on Mass Ave in Cambridge. So Urban Hearth is the place. You go in. It's a nice kind of cafe. You can get like a brunch or whatever. They do dinner service four nights a week. But you can get beer anytime it's open. You go in there, you get yourself a beer. And I'm going to forget some, but they literally have six seam and four seam. Well, at least when six seam's available, both from Idle Hands. They're about to get Rabbit Rabbit from Lamplighter. They have the Cat's Meow from Inside Exhibit A. Oh, I have plenty of inside knowledge. They have Lunch right now from Main Beer Company. Which Keith hates. No, they have Allagash White. They have like all of our favorite beers there. So that we should have recorded the goddamn episode from Urban Hearth. What are we doing? I don't know. Should we, we know stop she's it your wife, right? It, yeah, let's just let's, go. Let's there. go right now. Yeah. It Done. just reminded me that, you know, if you like one of those days where you can like bar crawl, go to Cambridge. You can go to Mead Hall, Cambridge Brewing Company, Lamplighter, yeah. and Lord Hobo, the bar. That's right. And you can walk between all four. And you can take a quick Uber to Urban Hearth. Yeah, and you, you get can whatever take whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. And go to Mead Hall around any kind it's of insane. German festival time, and you will get they also huge have, pours of German beer. They have another crazy beer. What is it called? It begins with like a D. It's like a super long name. You know which one I'm talking about? It's got like you a black give me can. Way more information. It's a double than IPA. That. From it's, where? I wouldn't even know. It's a Massachusetts beer. <laughs> I would. Don't worry about it. It begins with a D, yeah. and it's a long yeah. name. Yeah. Everyone, right. go out and get the beer. Tweet us right now. Let us know what it is. <laughs> but no. But honestly, like, it's not just that she works there, and it's fine. So the owner of the uh, restaurant, she also really likes beer, and she's like, "Well, I just want to have beers that I like that are here." And this was the best part. She was. She knows that I love beer, so she got like a bunch of sample beers, and she sent them all to me, and she was like. Give me like give me notes and let me know which one you want. And so there one I'm like it was like cats meow, it was rabbit rabbit. I'm like, this one's great. I'm like, I love this one too. This one also you need to have at your place. Yeah. And they, if, and they got most of them. It's amazing. If you're out there and you need our opinion on beers, you can <laughs> mail any beers to Rich Keefe yeah. at W E E I at dot twenty guest street, well, whatever. Here. Yes, Brand send us beers. O two one three eight. Yeah, we're a beer sponsor. So Wolf. Idle Hands used to be a beer sponsor of Hashtag Dork. Yeah, and then you had to move. You know what? They're officially back on as sponsor. Idle Hands is sponsoring the podcast again. So if you Breaking want news. to sponsor <laughs> Hashtag Dork, they're just giving it away. <laughs> uh, good news is this: we have. So I'm sorry, JD. Did you say breaking news? Spoilers! Spoilers! No, that's not going to help. No, that that wasn't it. Nope. Here we go. Now we're now we're talking. Now a hashtag dork news flash. This just into the news desk. Idle hands officially back on as sponsor to hashtag dork. Thank you, Goo. You can cool it with that. Cool, cool it, cool it. All right, thank you. you Does that mean back. we get free idle hands beer? Eh, ish. 
<laughs> that's enough. Yeah, ish. Hopefully, we'll have another uh, live broadcast there. But so that's pretty much it. Those are the uh, the best breweries. Those are the best beers. Please email us dorkpodcast at gmail dot com. Let us know what your favorite beers are. Dork Podcast on the Twitter or at Dork Podcast. If you want to uh, hook up with these guys, Woody, where can they follow you on Twitter? Uh, I'm at I Will Wood you. Will one more time. W O O D U Y O U. I will would you? Yeah, you will would me. I would. You would. W O O D. W O. Will would. I got it. That's your, you? that's your Twitter handle? I don't know. I can't figure out how to change JD, it. JD, you're on Twitter still. At J, at J underscore deer. <laughs> I'm, I'm thrown off here God now. damn it. At J underscore deer. At J underscore deer. Deer as in the animal, not deer as deer John. That is correct. 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 That was a pretty good episode, I think. Lock it up. Do you have anything else to add about the beers? No, we need to drink more and watch the Celtics. Yes, Celtics are playing soon, so we are on our way to the Celtics. So thanks so much for listening to this. Let us know if you like the beer episode. It doesn't really matter. I'll I'll be able to see how many people (laughs) downloaded it. It seems like a good idea. Maybe it's not a good idea, but that's... It's kind of what we're doing now. Ending so. on a strong note. Yeah, that's it. Do you guys like beers? So do we. We like beers as well. Hashtag dork. We talked about beers for over an hour. Still recording. Still recording. Somehow not drunk. Still recording. No, Are I we? feel fine. And we're done. <laughs> we're done now. Now? Not yet. Okay. What? Hold on. Wait for it. This guys, like thanks for listening to Hashtag Dork. Busy. All right. Take it, take it. Take it sleazy. Hashtag dork podcast. Cha-cha. Take it sleazy. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 